0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Georgina Thomas, Director of GGT Solutions, a London-based management consultants firm. Georgina, hello. Hello,
1: Matthew.
0: Thank you for coming on the program today. Uh, we might as well dive straight in. What does the word "leader" mean to you
1: so the word word "leader" means to me someone who is able to be a visionary, someone who is able to persuade people and and really care for people to um you know to show. Empathy to be able to build, and more so to be a real um, artist in their belief of their own mission and what they want to achieve in their own lives.
0: And how would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: So I would say my personal leadership style. I I often think that I was maybe born to be a leader. I don't. I, I've, I've learned things along the way. I, you know, researched and um, been on lots and lots of training, but I I, I would actually say my own personal leadership style is one of being very holistic and really understanding the core of who I am to engage and encourage people to also believe in really my missions and values both in business and within life and and family.
0: How do you go about motivating the people that work for you?
1: I, I think I am a very very good encourager. I like to encourage people. I like to um, take time to 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 listen and to also learn from them. I I like to incentivize and um, really try and get the best out of everybody to be and feel part of the team that we're creating and building. But to also really understand my my message in terms of being a business person
0: and. When it comes to your leadership style, if we go back to the very beginning of your career, um, when you were first starting out in your working life, uh, were there any particular individuals or circumstances that really uh, shaped the way that you lead today?
1: Yes, um, definitely, definitely. And I um, had worked in some of the, you know, many, many years ago, I started off my career in... um, uh, equities and also venture capital, and um, the experience I had there—it it was from what I believe were very great leaders. They were—they were considerate, they were kind, they made every single member of that very small team. This is talking back in the early late eighties, early nineties. They—they treated us with respect and as individuals, and. Um, they encouraged us. They encouraged us to be who we were, to bring our personalities to the table and to shape and develop. And I know certainly I have taken a lot of that away with me when I started my own business and have um, learned from those, those types of people around me in terms of the communication and the respect that I show individuals. And um, I think that's what's really shaped me as a leader, that I am able to encourage teams and also retain teams. I, I very rarely lose uh, an employee or a self-employed freelancer. Um, over the years, I, I still work with many of the people that I um, started my, my business with.
0: Now, Every day, there are new people entering the workforce, uh, the younger generation looking to start uh, start their working lives. What's your advice uh, to those uh, individuals?
1: In terms of people starting off, in, I, I would say my advice for them would be to really know yourself, to understand your personality, to understand your skills, to learn from those that have done it before you, to take advantage of the the incentives and the um, education that is readily available to to the young people in in this country. That would be my my real advice, um, to to really know themselves very well.
0: Now, of course, uh, a big part of leadership is uh, dealing with people. And of course, people aren't perfect. They're not infallible. How do you deal with conflict within the workplace?
1: Again, I think conflict within the workplace is very much about having an empathetic approach. So it's it's looking at uh, uh, not just one aspect of the conflict, but what possibly is the cause of the conflict. So really drilling down on on the on the team or on the individual, and really trying to find out the cause of what what is what is the issue, what is the problem, and then um, really trying to get people to focus on not necessarily on the problem, but what is the solution in terms of finding the common purpose to meet to meet whatever objective has been set, whether it be for a team or on a personal level. So it's very much for me about developing very good communication styles that we can look down into the the cause of conflict and then deal with it with a very solution focused way of thinking. Now, if I was to
0: ask you uh, who the greatest leader, living or dead, is or was, who would that be?
1: For me, it would probably be, of of two people that just come to mind, it would probably be Oprah Winfrey or Barack Obama. And partly because of the changes they have been able to make um, for, for people of color. You know, I'm actually a woman of color. And um, just being able to, to look up and draw inspiration and know everything is possible. It, 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 it might be difficult and it might be hard, but actually looking at these two people, you believe, my belief is everything is possible and nothing should stop you. Not your background, not your education, not your experience in life, but these are things that should, should shape you. Um, and and i believe these two people that immediately come to mind have have proven that um not just to me but i think the world over that they are um exceptional influential leaders
0: and how can their leadership style be applied to business
1: i think their leadership style can be applied to business by um looking at their backgrounds where they have come from um the teams they have managed their growth and their 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 process not just um on a on a on a on a personal stage but on a political stage on a world wide stage and i think we can um really draw in terms of how they've communicated to the to to the people and how they have um embraced um and embraced their mission for people and i think If I look at that and I follow their lead, I I try and embrace that not just in my business life, but also in my personal life in terms of having a, a stage where people understand my mission. And I'm hoping my mission is a good mission that can be followed forward and spread to people other than just myself and my business partners and my family. But it is a message that I'm giving um, for for others to hear.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is very quickly drawing to its close. But before I let you go, what does next 12 months have in store for GGT Solutions?
1: Well, I think the next 12 months has in store for us um, growth in business. I think it has in store um, opportunities uh, that will open both personally and um, on on a business level. And I think um, it involves a lot of hard work and a lot of vision, and and also a lot of belief and not being afraid sometimes to say no. And as a leader, not being uncomfortable to say no. Not right now. Um, so yeah, I think there's just a lot of um, a lot of growth going on and, and, and a very exciting year ahead.
0: Well, Georgina, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you, and I very much look forward to speaking with you again on the show at some time in the future. Georgina, thank you.
1: Thank you, Matthew.
0: That was Georgina Thomas, director of GGT Solutions. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
3: Oh, there, there are one or two people who are very familiar um, uh, who do Google me. Realise that I did uh, score nothing for Essex, uh, for, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool, a place called uh, uh, Egbert in in, uh, in Liverpool, many many years ago, nineteen sixty two, I think that was. So I didn't. Um, yes, I, I didn't really feel it at the time. It was lucky to be playing, I guess. Had one or two injuries. Um...
2: It can't be understated, no matter what form that comes in. When you were at West Ham, uh, Jeff, and when um, Ron Greenwood first uh, uh, came along, he made obviously some pretty radical changes. Was this a man that genuinely inspired confidence uh, the first time you'd meet him?
3: Absolutely. I mean, he he was simply a a fantastic uh, coach or teacher, if you like, at the football. And uh, quite always mentioned when we talk about Ron Greenwood, Harry Redknapp, and of course uh, a great manager in South Andrews so to come across people like that of that caliber can have a huge influence on your your career of course and, and then your life and that's that's quite purely the case
2: absolutely and in those early days um at West Ham uh, with with a manager like like uh, Ron uh, there it's also important to have uh uh confidence with
3: Which uh, was absolutely, but I can use that now because it, it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we another time then. But we. Um,
3: uh, well, you will I can tell you so if you want. You want? You got time? I can tell I go, you if you want. Jeff, go on. Go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So I was uh, doing it at a dinner in, in the Channel Lines, three or 400 people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honor. Mm-hmm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions.
2: What a question. What a question.
3: I think that would be definitely in the stupid category, wouldn't it? So we had a laugh about that. Is,
2: uh, well, and we, you've got to have a patient of a saint, I think, sometimes to put up with things
3: that. I found it amusing. I just found it amusing. In fact, some of the audience found it highly amusing as well, so it did, uh, um, it did but make me laugh if you, put,
2: if you could put up with my questions, you can probably put up with uh, anything. <laughs> um, but there th- 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 would have become a point, though, um
3: –